and welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the biggest night in music. That's right, I'm talking about the 66th Grammy Awards hosted by Trevor Noah. They were located at the Crypto.com Arena and man oh man, between the winners, the nominees in general for these categories and most importantly, the performances throughout the night, what a show it was. What a show indeed. Definitely one of the more surprising and just overall explosive Grammys I've seen personally. Totally agree with that, Eric. And during this episode, I figured we would do half the episode covering the ceremony in regards to the performances because they were explosive throughout the night and we would be doing an injustice to all of these very hardworking musicians if we did not talk about these performances. So with that being said, half of the episode is going to be focused on each performance and then we are going to shift on over to the categories. And as always, there are way too many categories and it's an extensive list of categories and winners but have no fear we will put the link in the description to the whole entire list so that way you guys listening at home can go check that out for yourselves today we are just going to be covering all the main categories that were shown live on air for the grammys with maybe one or two additional ones so the show opened with dua lipa then you had Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs, then SZA, Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, U2, and then for the In Memoriam section of the show, they had Stevie Wonder, Annie Lennox, Wendy and Lisa, John Baptiste, and Nesby, Corey Henry, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, Fantasia, and Adam Blackstone. After the In Memoriam segment, the one, the only legend, Joni Mitchell, you had her tribute along with Brandi Carlisle, Sister Strings, Blake Mills, Lucius, Allison Russell, and Jacob Collier. Then after that tribute, you had Travis Scott and Playboy Cardi. And after that performance, we had Burna Boy, 21 Savage, and Brandy. And then to close out the show... You had Billy Joel. I do want to give a shout out, as always, because he's been hosting for quite a few years at this point, to Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah knocks it out of the park every time. He's just the right amount of witty and funny, but also classy. He knows how to tap into the current culture of what's relevant, what makes sense, without overdoing it. And I think he does a really good job of letting the musicians shine throughout the entire ceremony while providing that relief and those transitions in between to not necessarily make it about himself, but to make it more engaging and interesting for those of us watching at home. I think he's the perfect host. I think there's a reason why they keep asking him to come back and host. And you can clearly see, I don't want to throw any disrespect to anybody, but you can see in comparison to other award shows, non-music and music, that it's just not the same. The host can really make a big impact on the show and the tone of the show and the way that the night goes in general. And I truly believe that depending on the host, it really either can aid 
in a great show or be a detriment to the show because that's all people will think about walking away from it. So I just think that he does a great job every year and I wanted to give him a shout out. I 100% agree. You and I have seen our fair share of ceremonies before and I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to be specific, (laughs) but we have seen that in real time where, you know, a host will try his best or her best to engage with the crowd, specifically the younger generations, and they just don't get it or they don't, you know, they don't know how to read the room. And sometimes they will, you know, say things that aren't really in line with how everybody else is feeling. Or you have other times where the hosts try to do too much, where, you know, they try to maybe oversell their performance a bit. They try to maybe make jokes that don't land or, you know, things like that. And Trevor knows just the perfect balance between the two. Yeah, he really knows how to shine a light on every artist and give them the credit where credit is due. But it's really cool what he does because every other thing that comes out of his mouth is a a witty zinger. And he really brought those during this performance somewhere you were just like, oh man, I can't believe he went there. But even when he does push the envelope a little bit, it's never over the top. Yeah, I completely agree. He does it to the point where even the musicians that are in attendance can appreciate what he's saying. He never really crosses that line because he's there to lighten the mood and people there are probably so anxious and nervous. There's high emotions in that room that night. So he's there to give that comic relief and I think he does so in a really tasteful way. And he is great in interacting with the musicians there, but also engaging the viewers at home to really be tapped into what he's saying. And I just love that he's always so current with the times. And you can tell that he himself is a lover of music by his jokes, because you wouldn't get some of the jokes unless you're paying attention, unless you're tapped into the culture of what's going on in music right now. So... Yeah, I just think that he definitely deserves a shout out. He does a great job every year. This year, he nailed it. I think he just knocked it out of the park. And there's a reason why they keep asking him to come back and host. I think he's a great host. The best hosts are the ones who make everybody feel included. And that goes especially true when they're joking. Because even when he is joking, it's kind of a situation where you're laughing with him and he's laughing with you. It's never, there's never like a disparity between the two. So I really think that he did a phenomenal job. Certainly probably one of my favorite times he's hosted, if not my favorite time he's hosted just because of the jokes alone. And uh, listen, all I can hope and pray for is that they do uh, keep him coming back. Oh yeah, I completely agree. Moving forward, we need to talk about these performances. Oh yeah, we do. Because some of these performances were just completely explosive and dynamic and I was just so engaged throughout and every time I thought that was the best performance of the night, then somebody else would come out and give it their all and there was just so much to love about the hard work and creativity that went behind these performances. So the ceremony started out with a bang in my opinion, you had Dua Lipa out the gate and then of course with the legend himself fellow long islander billy joel grand finale it started with a bang and it closed with a bang so with that eric i want to know your thoughts what you thought about some of these performances which stood out to you what are some of your favorites and then we'll get into maybe our least favorite of the night To touch upon what you said about the show starting out with a bang, I couldn't agree more. First of all, that's got to be one of my new favorite songs by Dua Lipa, just because it was just so good. Like, put aside the performance for a little bit, the song itself is just phenomenal. She actually did two. She did two songs that transitioned one segued into another. So you have Training Season that started, and then it transitioned into Houdini, Both of these new songs are going to be off of her new album coming out this year. Well, they definitely really got to me. I loved them both, especially Houdini. That one really just had me moving in my seat. 
And of course, the performance itself was immaculate from start to finish. And I don't know about you, but personally, whenever I watch these ceremonies and they start out this strongly, I'm always cautious because... You have high expectations, right, after that? At that point, yeah. You know, I I do. And I'd be lying if I said that I didn't want the rest of the evening to go that way. And inevitably, the question pops into my mind, well, they started out on a, let's say, a 10. How can they follow that up or how can they keep that going? And so I'm really happy that they managed to keep that going throughout the night. And not only that, but even the performances that were low energy in, in terms of being vulnerable, in terms of being you know, confessional, if you can use that word. Even those performances were really intense. And I thought they gave way to moments that were much needed because not every performance throughout the night has to be explosive and super high energy. I actually appreciated some of the times where they kind of stripped things back. They gave time throughout the ceremony to give us a minute to digest everything and kind of just appreciate a more stripped back and mellow performance. And just like how you and I appreciate that in albums mm-hmm. from yeah. from time to time, I think that they did a really good job of when these artists are going to perform throughout the night, starting with, okay, who's going to open the show? Then how are we going to follow that up? And so on and so forth. How are we going to end the show? Who's going to end the show? Who would make the most sense? to do that i think that they did a really good job whoever organized the performers in that sequence i really appreciated and love that speaking a little bit more on the more subtle performances uh tracy chapman and luke combs what a performance i i just love how one of my favorites yeah i just love how passionate it was i love how happy luke combs was I love the admiration. Yeah, exactly. That you can clearly tell that he has and the utmost respect that he has for Tracy Chapman. Yeah, you can see the dream coming true in real time and that was everything to me. A beautiful thing. Yeah, like can, I can you just imagine what it's like to you know, imagine yourself not even on a stage but just next to somebody you really idolize and really respect and to make a a dream that took a long time to even try to even visualize finally becoming a reality in front of you you know so i thought that was really cool and the performance itself was just fantastic they were really tugging on my heartstrings early on with this ceremony because that was one of my favorite performances of the night hands down and i really appreciated how he gave her the respect that she deserved because the cover of the song Fast Car blew up within the past year. And the fact that he was able to get her to come on stage with him and perform that night and for them to do it together, I think was such a great idea. So sweet, so genuine. You can tell how much it meant to him to have her there on stage next to him performing this song, the way that he looked at her. And just the way that they played together, I think, was incredibly beautiful and something that you don't really see every day either on these award shows. So it was nice that he paid tribute to the original song and her as a musician in general. And the fact that they got to have that moment and share that on stage. What better night to share that moment on that stage than the Grammys? Yeah. And you know, expanding a bit on the topic of giving credit where credit is due. I think that's one of my favorite aspects of that performance. It wasn't just that he, you know, paid a tribute to her and mentioned her. He had her come on stage with him. And that to me is the best kind of uh, respect you can give an artist, especially an artist whose song is super influential and, you know, really helpful to your own career, you know. Uh, other performances that really stood out to me, definitely Olivia Rodrigo's performance of Vampire. Yeah, that was great. I feel like she actually did this version of Vampire better than another version I'd heard. I, I'd heard her do another version of Vampire. Correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I think if I'm not mistaken, she did a version of Vampire at the MTV Music Awards yes, yes. this past year of 2023. Yes, and not to, you know... Uh, 
criticize her or, you know, put her down in any way, but I feel like her vocal wasn't as great back then. I feel like maybe she was struggling a little bit. Her voice was maybe a little too shaky during that performance at the, uh, at the MTV Video Music Awards. So when I heard her performance here, in my opinion, it was way better. She had more control of her voice. She was moving around a lot more. She felt more secure in what she was doing. Whereas maybe in the uh, MTV performance, maybe she was a little shy, maybe she was a little nervous, or maybe there was something else that was wrong. But I personally think she absolutely sold it this time around, and I thought it was awesome. I have to totally agree with you on this, Eric. I think that she's really come into her own as an artist. And what I did notice, which I probably think impacted this version of Vampire this time around for the performance, is she is currently on tour. So everything is so close together. I bet you that obviously it takes months of preparation before an artist goes on tour to get their set list together, any choreography, the whole nine, the the dancers, everything that the whole package deal, everything that comes along with going on tour. So I think she was already in tour mode by the time she hit the Grammy stage. Totally agree with you. You can tell the difference if you watch both back to back how far she's come in that short amount of time because we're only talking about months apart. Yeah, it hasn't even been a year. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you see the improvement along with me because yeah, I wasn't sure. I completely sure. agree. What, it's not all in your head. Okay, good. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was just me. But, uh, but yeah, I'm happy that for the Grammys, she really turned out a very electrifying performance of that song. Um, other performances that I personally really loved, SZA was on fire. Oh, man. Let's so talk good. about it. She did Snooze and Kill Bill, which are two of some of the biggest hits off of her record that she dropped in late 2022 and let me tell you that performance was that was amazing unlike anything else that i've seen her do personally because sizza brought kill bill to Mm -hmm. life yeah and i speaking of the song kill bill for a minute i love the fact that it flips the typical macho you know if i can't have her no one can thing on its head and you hear it from the woman's perspective so I thought that was really cool. And obviously to, you know, uh, apply it to the context of Kill Bill. I mean, even better. Do you think that Quinn Tarantino saw this at some point, whether he was watching it at home live or just on YouTube? Do you think that he appreciated what she did for the performance? I hope so. I mean, I can't imagine that at this point, Quentin Tarantino doesn't at least know about it. Oh, because yeah, it has just, to be on his radar because, because that's one everywhere. of her biggest hits. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. And obviously, you know how it is, you know, nowadays, especially with the Internet, news spreads really quickly. So I can't imagine that he doesn't know about it, whether he appreciates it. I really hope so. I, I don't see why he shouldn't. I hope so, too, because I think that she really gave the movie, along with her song, Justice, that night with that performance. Yeah. And for anybody who, you know... Uh, was watching the commercials she kind of did an unofficial third performance for mastercard yes i was so confused by that i was like wait (laughs) at first i was like all this for mastercard but then when but then when she you know (laughs) ultimately revealed that it was for the purpose of helping to plant trees and rejuvenate forests love that i was like okay this makes total sense love her for that and love that in general but i would be lying to you if i said i wasn't i was like wait a minute is this part (laughs) of (laughs) the performance or this is a commercial first i thought at first i was like this could be an snl skit because this is like (laughs) such a beautiful performance but just for mastercard Right. But then like, but then when she revealed We're the at ultimate Truman goal, show levels here, of <laughs> yeah. trying but to then when she out. revealed the ultimate goal, that changed everything for me. And I was like, OK, that yes. makes total sense. So much respect for her. I love her for that. Also, just want to give a shout out to her song that she opened with before Kill Bill Snooze. That song I absolutely love. Probably my favorite off of her new record. And it just reminds me of classic R&B. Yeah. The kind of song that you would hear us growing up with in the the early 2000s yeah 90s 90s, early 2000s 2000s. yep yep. yeah yeah and listen not for nothing but she has a very unmistakable signature voice and i think that's what i love so much about her she could sing anything and you instantly know it's her and i'm i'm really happy that not only did we get really two performances but three 
unofficially. So that was a treat. Um, and another performance that really got to me, it actually made me tear up, was Joni Mitchell. Yes. My first ever song from her was Yellow Taxi Cab, which I'm sure everybody knows, especially yes. because of the Counting Crows version. Uh, you know, I, I remember hearing those versions, you know, back when I was way younger. I'm just falling in love with them. And I think that for someone who is one of the most popular countercultural figure from the 60s. A true flower child. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm first of all, I'm happy to see that she survived the turbulence of the 60s and the 70s and made it to 2024. Yeah, she has been through a lot. That woman has had quite a life of yeah, struggle and turmoil. To, like, it's not enough that she survived polio. But on top of that, the aneurysm right. and learning how to talk again, how to play guitar again. That is just such an extraordinary story, you know, given everything she's lived. And for her to really put that in a song on stage, you know, I, th I think what really got to me was when in the song she says that a lot of her friends accused her of changing. And I can totally relate to that, to just the struggle of trying to better yourself or trying to find your peace and unfortunately there being I guess casualties to that so that just really got to me and made me tear up because it really just puts front and center just how hard she's had to work yeah she is honestly a living breathing miracle and I am so incredibly happy that they finally gave her her flowers and this tribute and this honor that she had during this performance, you can tell really meant a lot to her because she's not only lucky to be alive and to be here, but to be on that stage and be able to perform and to be alongside people that want to pay tribute to her and honor her and respect her. I mean, she really... This has been a long, in my eyes, in my opinion, this has been a long time coming. She really deserved this years and years ago. But I'm finally glad that she had this moment and that she got to experience this. And it was just such a highlight of the show, honestly. Yeah, like you said, everybody, like every award was important. Everybody who won each award, well-deserved win. But if anybody truly deserved to win that that night it was her in my yeah opinion. this one just meant a little bit more it meant yeah. a little bit more and also shout out to brandy carlisle yeah for the intro and then that beautiful speech yeah that beautiful speech i mean i love her for so many reasons i mean we don't have enough time for me to <laughs> go on about how much i love brandy carlisle and how truly talented she is in her own career and her yeah, own she right. is a true rock star in her own right but i honestly don't think they could have picked a better person than brandy yes to to do this she you could tell that every single word she said she meant it and she just has so much respect for Joni not just because of who she is as an icon but just because of the influence she had on her own songwriting like with Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman this was another performance that was truly heartfelt and pulled on the heartstrings and it, and if you didn't get emotional about this one do you even have a heart that's what i would ask and some other standouts while we're at it that i would like to mention Miley Cyrus with flowers, but in the style and the way that she did it, it was actually a nod and a tribute to Tina Turner. I don't yeah, know if anybody yeah. picked that up. I picked that up, yeah. But there was a reason why she dressed the way that she dressed, the moves mm -hmm. that she was making, the yeah, way that she was yeah. dancing, the style of how she sung flowers, just little things like that, little Easter eggs. Really appreciated that. And then also the quote-unquote formal tribute from Fantasia. <sighs> speechless i am a massive massive tina turner fan whitney houston fan i mean the list goes on and on shout out to my mom really had to thank her for that with those influences but i think that throughout the night they gave justice to these legends and the in memoriam section was i think they really right? really knocked it out of the park really great job with honoring these people and their legacies. I just wanted to point that out because I don't think that those moments should be overlooked. Absolutely not. Of course, the current 
state of music and the popular songs and the musicians of today had their spotlight and time to shine. We mentioned a couple at this point, Dua Lipa and SZA, Luke Combs. Burna Boy was Olivia Rodrigo. But yeah, Burna Boy. And I also want to talk about Billie Eilish and Phineas. That was a really awesome performance. The voice of Billie in the sense of it's so unique and you know automatically once you hear that voice that it's a Billie Eilish song. And there's just something about the combination with Billie and her brother Phineas. They are just a magic duo when it comes to writing and creating music together and... I love that the Barbie soundtrack got a lot of love during this ceremony. What Was I Made For? That was from the Barbie soundtrack. And I think that Billie Eilish just made a really solid performance with that song. Yeah, same. And it just goes to show you that, you know, first of all, Billie and Phineas can do anything. But they can just be themselves, just a vocal and a piano and they can take over the world just with that. I mean, that really is a testament to their skill as songwriters and as performers. And you mentioned Burna Boy. I love me some Burna Boy. That was amazing. When that it comes was an to awesome performance. Afro beats in general, big fan. But you cannot mention Burna Boy without mentioning Brandy. That was a wow. real treat. That was an awesome surprise. I, I didn't even her? realize it was her at first. Yeah, yeah. It took some time for it to click, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen Brandy. But wow, that's another artist that we grew up listening to. I can remember her music from yeah, back in the of day. Yeah, of course, Moesha. Yes, show. of course. Yes. So shout out to Brandy because I think that they really tied everything together between yeah, Burna Boy, 21 Savage, and then Brandy all together. Yeah, the performance was absolutely electrifying and definitely one of the more infectious ones for sure. I mean, that had me moving in my seat as well. You had U2 with their new song, Atomic City, from Live from the Sphere in Las Vegas. The song was awesome, but the whole thing, I mean, the Sphere, I'd love to go there. Me too, man. Me too. I mean, I've been to Vegas before, but obviously before the Sphere was built, before the Sphere was a thing. But now I feel like I have to make another trip. Of just course. to How experience can that. I mean, can you imagine the kinds of concerts from all your favorite bands there? Like the possibilities are endless. Yeah, I, that's a bucket list for me. Bucket list item for me. I really want to go see a show at the Sphere just to Same. have that experience because it looks so unbelievably cool. Yeah, I love that even though they were technically presenting an award, I do love the build up to it. They, you know, had their performance at an amazing venue, no less. And then they presented the award. So good. Yeah. And, you know, it it really does make me wish that more and more artists did that for the ceremony. Yeah, it really builds up the hype. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, you know what? Sometimes these things are better in small doses precisely because of how special and unplanned they are. So definitely an awesome decision by them. Yeah, so shout out to you 2 and shout out to their new song, Atomic City, that they released for this live debut of The Sphere and their residency that they're currently doing now over there in the sphere. I think that's amazing. I cannot wait to experience that for myself. I will report back whenever that day comes, but until then, let's carry on here. The last shout out that I would like to give is the grand finale. I'm talking about the one, the only Billy Joel. Honestly, it was an it was a night full of amazing comebacks, honestly, cuz Billy Joel was another one who for whatever reason that only he knows, stopped writing music for 30 years. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because he made a live debut performance of his latest song, Turn the Lights Back On. Mm -hmm. Which was another song that, you know, to a certain extent has to do with uh, trying to bounce back from something that you lost or something that doesn't feel the same anymore. You know, and, and I do love that the two, you know, biggest icons of the night, Joni Mitchell and Billy Joel, are kind of on the same path in that sense. And I love to see that the both of them not only are getting their respect, I, it's not that they've never had it, but I'm glad that it's being put front and center in the context of the Grammys, but they're also 
showing that they're not done. They're still very much alive and they've still got, you know, their skills. They've still got their talents. And just because they stopped doing something for so long doesn't mean that, uh, that that's the end. A comeback is still possible. Yeah, let's be honest here. Hearing that new Billy Joel song, Turn the Lights Back On, that song literally could have been lifted from an album from 30 years ago. That's how good exactly. this man still sounds exactly. 30 years later. So that just goes to show you that age does not matter. If the talent is still there, it'll be there. And I think he did such a phenomenal job of closing out this show. I was so happy to see him perform. He did turn the lights back on and then close with You May Be Right, one of his classics. And it was just so nice to see him back on top again, as you said. Yeah, and shout out to the Grammys for letting him perform because there have been moments in the past where there have been some awesome performances and then comes in some random ad for an airplane or whatever. <laughs> for an, you know. Yeah, where they cut it too soon. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Extremely annoying. Exactly. I remember they did it to Queens of the Stone Age some years ago and that was just so bad. Just when you're getting into the performance and then... Out of nowhere, it just cuts off into yeah, an ad. Yeah, exactly. That, I'm glad that they did away with that. That was yeah. that yeah, completely how could, defeated how d- the purpose of having a grand finale. Exactly, and also how how bad would it be to do that to the great Billy Joel? Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's a sin. That's a straight up sin. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, like he he absolutely put a really awesome pin on the performance and on the night in general. You clearly could see that he was having the time of his life. The rest of his musicians were and everybody on that on that floor was just eating it up. Totally. Yeah, so, I absolutely agree. All in all, really an amazing ceremony full of amazing performances. My opinion, I definitely think like we've said in, in uh, previous episodes, the Grammys are really, really learning how to get things right. Yeah, I mean, nothing is ever going to be 100 percent. And of course, a lot of these things are subjective in regard to who you think should win and these categories and does it make sense for these people to be in certain categories and so on and so forth. When it comes to those issues and when it comes to performances, I think year by year the Grammys are getting closer and closer to getting it more right than they ever have before because it has taken quite some time for them to catch up to speed, so to speak. So, Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think that in terms of performances, Eric, that I enjoyed this year's Grammys even more so than last year's, and it just left such an impact. I remember watching it in real time, and of course not saying too much because I wanted to wait to record this with you today, but just pretty much being like, you're in for a treat when you finally get to watch the show. Yeah, like I also felt that way as well. And I found myself saying multiple times throughout the ceremony, I have to watch this again later on, you know, because I I DVR'd it. And so I thankfully have the pleasure of going back and being able to watch my favorite performances a second time. And because that's just how good I felt that they were. And if, if, you know, performances can make you feel that way where you want to revisit them again and again, then you know that they were really good. So before we transition into some of these categories and the nominees and the winners, did you have a least favorite performance of the night? I don't want to put a damper on things. I personally do. Do you? And if you don't, then I will jump in and, and give you my thoughts. Mm, honestly, I don't. Ha- I actually don't have a least favorite performance. I feel like that's solid. That's solid. I feel like everybody because there was nothing that I could say made me feel bored or made me feel underwhelmed. I feel like everybody performed to their strengths. You know, g- given who each artist is, of course, I, and I feel like everybody just brought all the energy that they could possibly muster and put it into their performances. So there was never a time where I was like, okay. Let's get this over with, you know, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or let's move things along, you know. Um, I personally was really into everything uh, the whole way through. Now, whether you believe me or not, that's up to you. But yeah, I honestly enjoyed everything. No, but, I think uh, that's great. That's a great thing. But uh, but how about you? Uh, what did you feel was the low point for you in regards to performances? 
The low point for me, which we happen not to touch upon this as we were giving our shout outs, is Travis Scott. Mm. Travis Scott with his performance, it was right after Joni Mitchell and it was before Burna Boy. It was tucked in in between those two. And I just believe that the quality of the performance didn't hold to the standard of everybody else that touched the stage that night. And I know I might get a lot of slack from hip hop fans about that but anybody that knows me and or listens to this podcast knows how much of a diehard I am for hip-hop and how much I appreciate hip-hop so it has nothing to do with the genre has nothing to do with the music this is strictly just the performance I, I don't think that he brought anything original to that stage to me it didn't make much sense it kind of just was I don't know to me I, it stuck out like a sore thumb this one just kind of made me tilt my head like you know I was I was confused by it putting it lightly but other than that I think everybody else for that matter brought their A game and there was a lot of touching performances and a lot of performances that blew me away and all in all I would say that this Grammys in regards to performances has been one of the better shows that we've seen in recent years Definitely. And to your credit, I will agree with you in that the performance does stand out for that reason. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because just the way he did things was maybe a little more minimalistic compared to the other performances that were just so, you know, grandiose. Uh, But I personally didn't really think anything of it uh, because I'm not really as informed on Travis Scott as maybe other people are so I just kind of figured maybe this is what he does all the time yeah to an extent you're not wrong about that that is pretty much the vein in the same vein of what he usually does but my feeling about it is that it was the least memorable walking away from watching the ceremony to me in my eyes I guess you know it's one thing to talk about an artist being in his or her element when they're on tour but that said the way they do things doesn't always translate the same way to an award ceremony so in that regard I can understand why maybe you felt underwhelmed by his performance compared to everybody else who you know put on entire productions for their uh, for their songs yeah definitely but before we close out this episode as I promised, I want to do a run-through of some of these winners and these categories throughout the night. As I said in the intro, if you guys want to catch the full list, it's an extensive list, but we will link that in the description for you so you can check for yourselves. But some of the categories that were shown throughout the night, you have Best Pop Solo Performance that went to Miley Cyrus for Flowers. You have Best Country Album that went to Lainey Wilson for Bell Bottom Country. Best R&B Song, you got SZA for Snooze. You got Best Pop Vocal Album, Taylor Swift, Midnights. You have Song of the Year, What Was I Made For from the Barbie soundtrack with Billie Eilish and Phineas. You have Best New Artist, Victoria Monet, Record of the Year. You have Miley Cyrus with Flowers, Album of the Year. You have Midnight's by Taylor Swift. That was the big one, big one of the night. Record of the year and album of the year, the two biggest, arguably the biggest ones of the night. And I also want to give a shout out, even though they weren't shown on TV, I want to give a shout out to the rock category. You have Best Metal Performance, 72 Seasons by Metallica, Best Rock Performance, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius, Best Rock Song, Not Strong Enough by Boy Genius. Boy Genius walked away with quite a few awards. Best Alternative Music Album, The Record by Boy Genius. And personally, which I am so proud of these guys, you have Best Rock Album, This Is Why by Paramore, and Best Alternative Music Performance, This Is Why by Paramore. Their first ever Grammy wins as a band. Amazing. I needed to shout that out. Of course. And listen, thank you for shouting Metallica out because I was really proud of them for that. For the hip hop category, you have Best Melodic Rap Performance All My Life, Little Dirk featuring J. Cole. You have Best Rap Album, Michael by Killer Mike. 
you have best rap song which was scientists and engineers and that was by killer mike featuring andre 3000 and future and erin allen kane shout out to the hip-hop category especially killer mike he swept yeah the hip-hop category that was huge truly well deserved for r&b as i said earlier for best r&b song you had snooze by SZA. best progressive r&b album you have sos by SZA, which is where that song is from you have best r&b performance icu by coco jones shout out to coco jones she is incredible you also have best r&b album jaguar 2 by victoria monet who is also as i mentioned earlier the best new artist killer vocalist best jazz performance samara joy she oh my god finally we can appreciate her music because i'm not gonna lie when we covered the grammys she won best new artist one year i I forgot if it was last year the year before that but we covered it and we did not know at the time who she really was to the extent that we do now Mm mm-hmm yeah incredible musician yeah but what an old-time classic voice that even yeah she has definitely even back then i said what little i heard of the song that she was nominated for that was it for me i thought that she was the one to yeah we got that we got that snippet but yeah we really took a further look into her music and got to appreciate her more after the fact so just want to give a shout out to her to samara joy and then also Really quick, going into country, best country solo performance, White Horse by Chris Stapleton, amazing. Uh, Best country song as well, White Horse by Chris Stapleton. You have best country duo slash group performance, I Remember Everything by Zach Bryant featuring Casey Musgraves, incredible. Best country album, as I said earlier, Bell Bottom Country by Lainey Wilson. For best dance slash electronic recording, you have Rumble by Skrillex, Fred Again, and Flo Dan. That was a massive one that came out last year. So shout out to Skrillex, his big return. He dropped two albums last year, back to back. And to round it out, you got the Latin music section and what was shown on TV, at least. Carol G took that one. So well deserved. So well deserved. I love Carol G. Me too. And it's about time that Latin music in general gets highlighted and spotlighted more in the mainstream, making its way over here because, yeah, definitely. Wow, because Carol G is known internationally across the world, of course, and we're just catching up now, yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, that's how it is with a lot of these Latin of artists, of course. I, I knew Carol G along with a bunch of others who you know I knew them before they were quote unquote cool in the American mainstream, so you're definitely right about that. And also, it's amazing that this is her first time at the Grammys. I'm so used to seeing her everywhere. And she so. was so cute. I loved her speech, too, yeah, of yeah. her saying, you know, hopefully I'll be back here again. Yeah, exactly. I just, I love that, not only that she took that award, but she had a great speech and yeah, yeah. very much appreciative. And I just, I'm glad that all these different genres of music, like Latin music and mm-hmm. Afro beats and categories that were never really acknowledged the way that they should be are finally getting the acknowledgement now i mean it took some time but we're getting there yeah definitely so out of all the categories that i just went through and the winners throughout the night watching the show and just hearing them back now eric what are your thoughts were you happy for the most part were you disappointed in some of these choices do you think that the grammys got it right got it wrong somewhere in between how do you feel overall Honestly, I feel like they got it right. And don't get me wrong, there were some where I immediately knew who would win, such as was the case for the awards that Taylor Swift won. Anything that Taylor Swift is in the category of, it's actually a shock to me if anybody else wins that category. That did happen. That did happen. Throughout the night. Those were some of the biggest surprises for me. Which I'm happy about because you know how I feel about this. I feel like there are plenty to go around and there's nothing more frustrating than just somebody coming in and sweeping every single category. Yeah, exactly. The only qualm that I personally had was I wish that Olivia Rodrigo took something for her latest album. I was waiting for her to take some category, but... All in all, I'm glad that Miley took 
a win and Billie Eilish took a win. And when it comes to pop music, I'm glad that they spread these awards around and yeah. that it wasn't just a full Taylor Swift sweep because exactly. it very well exactly. could have been. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, you know, uh, after I saw her win two awards in a row, I was getting ready to say to myself, all right, take a shot every time she wins or every time she's mentioned, you know? Yeah, No course. disrespect, no disrespect. No, and- with that, with that <laughs> also, I just want to say... I'm a massive Taylor Swift fan. And oh, yeah, of course. I loved the album Midnight's when it came out. It made my album of the year list that year. That was in 2022. So, and she's an extremely hard worker. I mean, that's something that nobody can take away from her. She is constantly on the grind, whether it be writing, recording, re-recording, touring. She's constantly on the grind and forever keeping herself relevant when it comes mm-hmm. to the music industry. Yeah. So, listen, we pay the utmost respect in that regard to her artistry and musicianship that has nothing to do with what we're discussing we're we're just saying that you know the grammys is about a night that shows appreciation to all these artists that work incredibly hard everybody in their own right when it comes to their musicianship and creativity and you know people put blood sweat tears everything on the line for these records and To have that acknowledgement, not that you necessarily need a Grammy in your case at home, but would it be nice? Sure, right? Yeah. So I think that in terms of them kind of delegating on the board of who's going to win what and giving everybody a fair shot, they gave more of a fair shot than I thought they were going to give. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, because for sure, some of the most surprising moments for me were when you know, you had such a stacked category where you had Taylor Swift, you had Olivia Rodrigo, you yeah, had SZA. Miley Cyrus, SZA, Billie Eilish, Lana Del Rey. Boy genius. Yeah. And it, it just really made me feel good that, you know, they were fair about it and that, you know, it wasn't just an automatic win for somebody just because they had either racked up a bunch of awards prior or because they were really popular. You know, I I was absolutely shocked when, you know, for example, Miley Cyrus or Billie Eilish won over Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. Because Taylor Swift is massive. I mean, what can we say? Yeah, she's a a machine. Yeah. (laughs) She really is a machine. But I totally agree with you. And to touch upon that really quick, I absolutely loved probably one of my favorite speeches of the night. Miley Cyrus's speech when she won for Flowers. I think it was a beautiful speech and I just loved the meaning behind it and I loved her excitement and I love that she took a song that the writing behind and the creation behind that song was such a low point in her life and she took that pain and turned it into an achievement like this that she wasn't even expecting and it just came because if you really think about it the song flowers was everywhere in 2023 that song ruled the radio in 2023 you cannot turn on the radio you cannot be out somewhere without hearing flowers and as i said she took such a low point in her life with her marriage and her divorce and the relationship in general And just all the struggles and probably heartache and depression and so on and so forth that she experienced during that time in her life. And she created art and it turned into such a beautiful thing. And I love that she not only got acknowledged for that and got the award and was able to have that moment, but also I just love the speech. I love the speech that she gave. So shout out to Miley Cyrus. I really think that that was well-deserved, and I'm glad that she won. I'm glad that she won multiple awards. And I'm also, I can also personally relate to the analogy she gave, where she implies that the song Flowers is like her great white whale as a songwriter, because I feel like everybody struggles with that, you know? No matter, it doesn't matter how many hit songs you write, it doesn't matter how skilled you are and how people perceive your songwriting abilities sometimes it's just not enough and you say to yourself you know i'm i know i'm a great songwriter but there's i feel like there's still that one song that i'm chasing and when you find it eventually it's such a great feeling and i'm happy that that this is where she is she finally caught her great white whale 
for those who may not have any idea about what I'm referencing with the speech that Miley gave when she accepted the award, I am going to break it down for you guys just in case you didn't watch the Grammys and you want to be filled in. And the speech goes as follows. Miley says, there's a story I want to tell that sums up this moment and I wasn't going to tell it, but now Mariah is here. She's referring to Mariah Carey who gave her the award. And she says, so there was a little boy that all he wanted for his birthday was a butterfly. And so his parents gave him a butterfly net. And he was so excited, he just went outside, out in the sun, and started swinging and swinging, but with no luck. He sat down on the ground, he finally let go, and he surrendered. He was okay that he wasn't going to capture this beautiful butterfly. And right when he did is when the butterfly came and landed right on the tip of his nose. And this song, Flowers, is my butterfly. Thank you. Perfect. What can I say? Right? So, Eric, all in all, final thoughts about the 66 Grammy Awards. Honestly, super well done. Another just Another knockout. one for the books. Another, yeah, another knockout production. I can only hope that they keep it going and they keep on making these ceremonies of this quality every year to come, if not better. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that this was my favorite ceremony in quite some time. So I am so happy that everybody brought their A game and everybody had not only a chance to shine and had their own chance in the spotlight, but I'm just glad that people are finally getting, a lot of musicians are finally getting the acknowledgement that they deserve. Do they have some ways to go still in terms of awards and categories and the relevancy of each musician of course of course not saying this was a flawless ceremony or anything but I truly do believe as time goes on that they are working and progressing closer and closer to getting it quote-unquote right absolutely they're getting closer to making sure that the focus is on where it should be which is music and not the politics behind music yeah and it's not a popularity contest it's about the quality of the music exactly okay you guys with all that being said we want to know how you felt about this year's 66th grammy award show how did you feel about the winners the categories everybody that was nominated how did you feel about the performance what were some of your favorites throughout the night who do you believe should have won for each category we want to know it all you guys so make sure you head on over to musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there And don't forget to follow us on social media at Music Matters Media, and we'll see you in the next one.